1: Stop punishing yourself with bland, chalky protein shakes and fuel your fitness with the
2: best protein in the game at GNC. We've got the hottest brands and flavors that legit taste like
3: cookies, your favorite cereal, indulgent desserts, and more. It's on at GNC.
4: With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them.
2: Thank you very much for listening to the podcast and downloading and subscribing. Uh, make sure you do subscribe if you've not subscribed already. I've got Adam, Nat, Housen and myself in for, with you for the next hour. It's a good hour, on not it?
5: Yeah, oh, Housen. I realise we've all been calling you Housen. Are you happy with that? Because obviously, you know, like your name is <laughs> Stephen. Yeah. It is my yeah. name, lad.
6: Yeah, yeah it just sticks,
2: sticks right, doesn't right, it? Steyhausen. All right, enjoy the show, <laughs> uh, and we'll be back extra. Uh, we will be back with a little podcast extra, which you two are very happy about, uh, Adam and Nat, because they did the homework. Uh, that'll all be revealed. <laughs> uh, Some enjoy, of us did. enjoy the show. Manchester Football Social.
5: Welcome and good evening This is the Manchester Football Social My name is Natalie Pike And I am joined this evening in the studio Representing the blue half along with me It's Adam Keyworth Good evening Adam Hello, how are you? (laughs) i'm amazing yeah, i'm much good. better than i was oh, no, it's week not, it's by, not the by the way here. you no, can talk about is. this after oh, oh, is not, not, the top of the league hour, no, no? i okay. want
2: to introduce the red oh, side of manchester my name is joe and i'm joined by steve house and hello house and you good i'm all right my mate i'm just wondering what nat was on about when he said the blue half. <laughs> oh. oh what <laughs> coming up on the show we're going to be talking about two defenders that have got brand new contracts for manchester united i mean is the positive news for you uh, 87711 it's stumbling me I can't believe that Ashley Young and Phil Jones will be at Manchester United for that bit longer but what are your thoughts am I making stuff up uh, 0345117625 and then of course previewing the weekend's actions Manchester United against Fulham Chelsea against Manchester City
5: if you haven't heard yet as well we're going to tell you later on what has Benjamin Mendy said and done now so stay tuned for that you can also tweet us at MCR footy social our Twitter Twitter has been absolutely blowing up today. I have not been able to get anything done because the, the notifications just have been piling through. And it's all because we asked this question out on social media and the response has been absolutely phenomenal. So we're going to have a quick chat now. And it's simple. <laughs> the question is, who is better, Rashford or Jesus?
2: Well, wow. The question is simple. Yeah. The answer isn't going to be because there's many different ways to look at it and many yeah. different arguments you could put forward. I um, think, um, well, who wants to go first? Well, I'll, 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 op-
6: I'll open it by saying... Why Ma- is it not in the outro anyway? Oh, he's gone. I remember we did have that conversation <laughs> years ago. Um, But that's long gone. Um, Marley put out on, on the Twitter, he, he made our Afternoons a Nightmare and notifications, but thanks to everyone who got involved, it was uh, it was mental on there. But he said, both the same age, both have scored the same amount of goals, but both have done it in different amounts of games. So his stat was 100 games for Rashford. This is all in the Premier League, by the way. 100 games for Rashford, 26 goals. 59 games for Jesus, 26 goals. So. Simple then. Simple, done. So what was next? Move we- <laughs> No, it's not, it's not next at all. Uh, man you- Dave would say... The stats don't lie.
5: And if we're moving it to internationals Sorry, as well, Adam, which we might as well seen as you know ooh, we're covering covering ooh. the subject, you can look at, really at Jesus who plays for Brazil, um, <laughs> he was, say, Brazil. Do you know he plays for Brazil? Brazil
2: because he was born there? It <laughs> <laughs> isn't like he got move there on a but transfer. It's, thing. More, it's way <laughs> <like> more <laughs> impressive, him.
5: by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Brazil. He made, he, it's he's way born more impressive. He, oh, made his, he, made his, his, he made his debut at nineteen, he's played twenty-five times, He scored eleven goals. Rashford's played thirty-one times for England
6: and scored six times. I know what's coming. No, no, never mind. I thought there was a Sterling comparison. Right, let's move on. Um, But if you think about it, Jesus gets in a Brazil team ahead of Firmino, who is much touted about being one of the best attackers in the league. System. Yeah, and that is going to be my point about Jesus and these stats and why he's got so many goals in such a short amount of time. It's all about the team he plays in, which is of a, a much higher quality than the team that Rashford's been playing in, with a manager whose whole... Whole thing is about scoring those easy goals. I'm doing the uh, air apostrophe things. And that's why he's got so many goals in a short amount of time. It's not to say that he's a million miles better, again, than with the air things, than Rashford, but. Yeah, he's just you two have gone awesome. on the
2: defensive quite quickly And I think that's because that deep down Your insecurities right. are coming out About the answer to <laughs> this question oh. You want Marcus Rashford He is a young Mancunian man Doing bits for Manchester United With a team that isn't as good As the Manchester City squad he's had to oh, Hold on it a minute it. hold oh, on. Jesus,
5: hold on. It's his fault can we just can we just <laughs> can we just enjoy that for a minute?
2: It to it's, good, it's a poor Manchester United squad, <laughs> but yet the the best thing about it is this young Mancunian lad who's scoring goals for fun at the minute under Ole Gunnar Solskjaer and he has got player of the month this year. I know that Jay has got more goals and uh, in less uh, no, he's got the same amount of goals in the Premier League in less amount of time. He has had the the privilege of working with uh, De Bruyne and Silva, who you know you can't as a United fan can't argue they are world class. Yeah hopefully now uh, with this confidence, Rashford moves into that world-class level where he can create even more goals. I don't know if you we, the, the bad thing is maybe comparing the two maybe yeah. we should leave that and maybe just enjoy that we've got two young strikers here doing good things for both clubs I, I
6: think you've gone on the defensive now Joe. Oh, no no I was waiting oh, for you just the I'm, you w- defe- <laughs> I'm waiting for Housen
5: he's like oh, r- no, he's strangely quiet I'm over there say.
2: sometimes Housen just sits there and be quiet and then he just stays quiet because he knows secretly deep down he doesn't want to hurt anyone's feelings however however <laughs> no. right if you
1: want to get into the stats of it then uh, Marcus Rashford scored more than Harry Kane for England this year this season and would anyone here be saying that you he's know? better than Harry Kane no so you can't just base it purely oh. on the goals I think the system that is that Jesus is playing in at City is better look at how many goals did you lot score last year oh, no, a lot no. right how many did we oh, score last year not Smells. a lot. Sound. So,
2: when you look <laughs> at the distribution <laughs> and get the of the percentages of goals, out.
1: <laughs> I'm just guessing. Manchester United, over the last couple of years, basically throughout Marcus Rashford's entire career at United bar, a couple of months under Louis and a couple of months under Oli, has been, one, primarily, service Latan, Two, yep. primarily, service Lukaku. Because that's what Jose Mourinho does. He goes, we have got a focal point and it ain't you. So why <laughs> don't you take a back seat, my friend? I don't think he likes him. I think he had to use him because he was a, cl- a player that the club wanted to push forward and he's shoehorned him into a side. Yeah. He's, he's got Anthony Marshall that he was fighting for the left-wing spot for for ages. Then he signs uh, Sanchez and that completely derailed both Martial mm. and Rashford's season and you're seeing the guy that is really playing up front for Manchester United at the moment, playing on that last man, yeah. putting goals away.
6: Fantastic. I, as an Englishman, it's, I'm glad that he's back in. Obviously, as a City fan, not so much because he's scoring loads of goals now and looking really good. But I think Joe made a good point that we can't compare the two directly. I think they're very different players. I think Martial is probably the most direct attacker in the whole league. Just, just runs and then has the end product most of the time to, to finish it. it. And Pep uses Jesus in quite an odd way. It's almost like a false nine where he'll sit in deep. He'll do a lot, of, a lot of the dog's work and then he's finishing his... I saw someone on Twitter, actually. I don't even know who it was and I should have got the name, but this really winds me up. Now you, now I am going on the defensive, Joe. You were right yeah. all along. Um, which just said he only scores tap-ins. And I'm not sure why this has become a thing. This is social media at its worst. <laughs> just always he does only score tap-ins, tap-ins though, Adam. Here you go then. <laughs> if, if we're going to talk tap-ins, one of the great Premier League strikers who played for your half of uh, of this debate. Seven eights. Your, your seven eights. Now I get the joke. Um... Was Rude Van Nistelrooy, who scored 150 goals for you lot. One was from outside the box. Is yeah. that one that was it does outside not the box? How the About game... an inch outside yeah. out exactly. the box. <laughs> it just doesn't, it doesn't Every matter. Every inch the... counts how it, counts it. Count. it, doesn't it doesn't against <laughs> In, <laughs> in Pep's system, most of our goals are tappings. All right, but so...
2: Van Nistelrooy could pick the ball up outside. Uh, yeah, that's what the, up, does. In, the oppo- in our half and run it through the system. Oh,
5: Jesus Jesus the ball. Jesus' dribbling ability is incredible. Jesus is so unbelievably creative. And then he finishes it off with Absolutely right here we strike. go. Final
1: word it's Marcus Rashford because Peps even made Delf look good. So end of.
5: Yeah. <laughs> so ultimately, what we're saying is What's we all feel sorry. Yeah, we all feel sorry for Rashford because he's better than the team that he plays in. Well, what I
2: like does to he do
6: need is- a better team now. Let me
2: just <laughs> move on to the next point. Let's not yeah. put them against each other. Why don't me and Alison talk about where Rashford could go in how far Rashford could go in his career, yeah, yeah. and then you two talk about how far you think Jesus can go for Manchester City? Because
5: yeah. I think before Rashford... we do, though, can I just say something hilarious, Joe? Da- uh, Danny Murphy thinks mm. that Daniel Sturridge is better than both of them. Of
2: course he does. Uh, Danny Murphy
1: that on that Twitter point? there. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You know what? I actually really, really, really rate Daniel Sturridge, but he can't or stay it? Yeah. Or did? Yeah. Yeah, hell of a striker.
2: Yeah. He often listens. How's how far? How, how long will Marcus Rashford be, be at the top of his game for Manchester United? Do you think he's such a long-term player for us? Yes, but I agree.
1: I can't remember who said it. That someone said he's
2: going to burn out. Yeah, it was. Uh, who was it? it was on uh, another pundit? It was R- radio station. Sam
1: Allardyce, wasn't it? Might have
6: been. Probably.
1: And I think he's bang on because he's a he's a he's not quite a Rooney player, and I think he definitely looks himself looks after himself a lot better than Wayne Rooney does, but he relies heavily on physicality and I think that's gonna wane 30, thirty one, something like that. I don't think you're gonna get a Ryan Giggs level career out of him. But you might he might change and, and go into, you know, being a totally different style of player as he evolves his game. But at twenty one he's got more goals in less games than Ronaldo and Terry Henry had. And you think they've all sort of played in similar positions, sometimes up front, sometimes a little bit wide. If he has a career that's even close to comparable with either of those two, he's going to be a huge, huge, huge success and a Premier League great. So if he gets even 50% of that, he'll be a fantastic player for United for at least the next decade.
5: Do you think he'll stay yeah. at United and, and let, you know, if things don't dramatically improve with the rest of your squad?
2: Yeah, I think he'll stay at United. He loves Man
5: United. Yeah. Uh-huh. But has he not got a career... Does he not want to win the league? Does he oh, want to win the Oh, yeah,
2: you're probably going to... If, he, if he's this dare good,
5: you. he should How be in trophies, right?
2: How dare you? <laughs> Man City have got Aguero. He's obviously an incredible player. Yeah. But now Aguero will step to one side. I mean, he's not got many seasons left. Yeah. Um, is Jesus the person who just goes into that position after Aguero and becomes... Man City's key striker,
6: Aguero, is impossible to replace. Yeah. He's he's one of the all-time greats in the Premier League. One of the most consistent players, even with all of his injury issues, and you can't replace him like for like. It's we just won't have another Aguero. It's like Arsenal wouldn't have got another Thierry Henry. Um, but Jesus offers a really different kind of of game. Uh, whether he's going to be like you'd imagine Rashford's going to be at United for the next ten years, whether Jesus is going to stay at City for that long, I'm not. I'm not too sure. It'll all depend on how long Pep's here. I know Pep really likes him. That's why he often gets in in some of the big games ahead of Aguero for what he offers. And the fact that he's 21 is giving Pep a headache of, as to whether to pick him or Sergio Aguero, who's in extraordinary form at the moment, says a lot about him. But I don't know. He's, it's a strange one to see how his long-term career is going to pan out. I have absolutely no idea. Is it, he's even got time to grow. You've seen that Rashford is like beefed out a lot. He looks a lot bigger this year. And I still think Jesus' has got that to come. So not sure. I don't know about you not not
5: Oh, I just love Sergio Agüero, like
6: you said yeah, No one's ever no.
5: It, to me. Sergio Agüero is one of the greatest Premier League strikers of all time. Yeah. Um, so I don't. I don't think it's fair to, to say that anybody could ever fi- necessarily fill his fill his shoes. You know, if you like. Um, we mentioned earlier though that, that that Twitter had been blowing up about this. So I just wanted to read out a few of the tweets that had been coming through. So Mac on Twitter said, "We had this with like houses said a minute ago, for about <laughs> 12 to eighteen months." If I remember rightly, every honest City fan would swap Jesus for Rashford. Not oh, to mention one. Homegrown Oh, it a City fan Or United fan It doesn't say you know It doesn't say (sighs) But No Um, SBK on Twitter says One's a goal poacher There's no comparison When talking about Overall game Rashford is superior Mm, Nope Um, Then we've also got Reese Woodbridge said Stats speak for themselves Imagine Jesus With another 41 appearances That's at least Another 20 goals How many games Did he play in Brazil? Uh, he's played 25 um, times for Brazil, scored... Oh, in, oh, in, in the Brazil, league. Brazil, yeah. Oh, I haven't got that stat but written down. I'll, the, I'll find these out. These
1: games add experience.
6: Adam will get it. Adam it, it can't get it. that many. I, I did have a point as well on that. That um, I remember when he came to the Premier League and there was a lot of pundits doing that usual really horrible thing that they do. He's come from a lesser league, he's got, he's got no chance. He came into the Premier League and in his first 10 games scored seven goals. And he's that kind of player and that's why he's... He still seems underrated, even amongst City fans. They still don't quite understand what he brings, but then he's still scoring goals. So in we, Brazil he's he's been foot. so gifted with yeah. Sergio, haven't we, mm, though? Yeah, yeah.
2: Do you yeah. like him Alison? Do you like Jesus? Yeah,
6: he's a good player. Mm-hmm. He's he's a strange. <laughs> do you not think he's a he's a strange one to pin down what, what
1: yeah, he But I think a lot of players are like that at yeah. the moment because yeah. it, i I don't know if Marcus Rashford stays as a nine. I like yeah. him wide. I like a two striker system. Bit like
6: Firmino as well. Like you don't not, quite know if he's the, Yeah, not to that level. I think
1: he's a I could see him being a really good caca-style midfielder oh, yeah. at some point, do you know what I mean? He, he don't really lead the line like you see a normal forward. He, he fits the system, and Jesus fits your system. Yeah, yeah. How, so, stalemate.
5: Yeah, how good would should be in our team?
1: Very good. Yeah. Because people, you're talking about these one-touch finishes. I think Marcus's first four goals, that, that Michelin game and the Arsenal game, uh-huh. I think they were all one-touch finishes. Mm. You look at some of the finishes he had at West Ham, the one that he had at the Etihad, he's got some seriously fin- good finishes in him. Yeah, so yeah. I, I, don't think, I, don't, I don't think it's a dissing Jesus to say that he's a goal poacher because it's a hell of a skill to be in the right place at the right time and one-touch it in. But I think Marcus has also got that. I just think the way United play, we don't see that a lot.
6: Yeah, it's, it's crazy that they're both 21. That's yeah. what, when I was looking through it before, I thought, G- Jesus came to City at 18 and he's got 26 goals in his first 59 games. It's, it's quite ridiculous, really, if you think of it in that way, that mm-hmm. most of the, the players in the prime come into the Premier League and don't even get close to that. I mean,
1: Alan Shearer for like four years or something, I think three, four years into his career, I had a season where, as a striker, he played all games and scored one. Can you imagine that nowadays? (laughs) Imagine it. It just wouldn't be there. (laughs) He scored one and then he kicked
6: it. It just wouldn't be there, would
5: he? There's lots of things we actually agree about, Reds and Blues. We agree that we've both got two incredible 21-year-olds that are playing in Manchester and we both don't want Liverpool to win the league. So loads of things. Still time for you to get involved. We want your three words that sum up Phil (laughs) Jones' new contract. We've had loads coming through and we've all written our three words as well. And we're also going to talk about, oh, Mendy, what have you done now?
2: Football Social.
5: Welcome back. It is Friday night and that means it is the Manchester Football Social.
2: Yes, I am joined at the red side of Manchester. My name is Joe and this is Stephen Alston. Hello, mate. He's now. Easy now. And
5: I'm Natalie and I'm joined by a very smiley top of the league, Adam. Hi, Adam.
6: Hello. So, we're going to be looking at Benjamin Mendy. What has he done now and how... Has he made Pep say a very naughty word on live TV mm-hmm. this afternoon? it. But first, um, to a very sad Stephen Housen, United have surprisingly and fantastically signed Phil Jones on a new... Is it four-year deal? Four, four years. years. So we've been asking people deal. on at MCR Footy Social, get involved if you're not already, for three words to sum up Phil Jones signing again for United. Hmm. Well... Joe.
2: I can't believe it. When I woke up, that's my first. Can't believe it. When I woke up this morning, it was obviously the first news on my timeline. I just, I don't, I know Phil, Phil Jones. You know he has done. He's he's done a job for Manchester United at this point. But if we're really, even if it's not been too good, he, he's putting an effort. You can't say he is putting ten out of ten. 10 out, on, 10, a, ten out of ten for effort isn't good enough for Manchester United, though, is it? That's
6: like at school he, when the teacher says to you, yeah, he, "Oh, good effort." Yeah, Adam, he's, got, but, he's got he's got his got good effort wrong.
2: badge. But as he got your top of the league badge, no, he's not. He's got. He, I've given him a good effort badge because although he is a poor defender he does give it all on the pitch and that's I'm not, not I, I, an wish, I wish everyone could see our faces football. right now I know it's not an attribute for professional football and that's why I'm in absolute <laughs> shock when I woke up to the news that he's just signed you're, a four-year deal with even if you some plaudits that it's
6: three words Harsen. come on and oh make them safe <laughs> okay I was worried then um now nah, you have you got three um, late Christmas present oh, oh nice three, I, I've got three lots of three uh, giving me belief because if he can still be a professional footballer I, I might have a chance <laughs> uh, great for content because yeah. we all we yeah. all are in the content game we how know, many
1: plates is. a week do you reckon he drops in his hour
6: <laughs> <laughs> no they're all plastic anyway surely he just has plastic about he's too clumsy plastic and, plates uh, new Duncan Edwards Under that was oh. Ferguson's three words when he signed sorry <clears throat> okay so, uh, go back to oh, that oh good one <laughs> But just bad (laughs) predictions. No, but it's that's weird isn't it I that just I just don't him on that longer deal It's worrying yeah, so Phil, Phil Jones is getting a testimonial at Manchester no he's not yes uh, he is. Two,
2: two, one thing that I, I, I brought up yesterday in the full time Devils take off was who's making this decision Howson, to, to sign Ashley Young and to exte, extend don't, Ashley Young don't pin Young. it on, me. Who, on no, me who do you think is making the decision have they spoke to the next man United manager or is it just the board taking over I have no idea because someone has to have confidence in Phil Jones's ability to sign him up for another four years right do you know what? Ollie took over.
1: Fantastic. He sees Marwan Fellaini in the change rooms. He laughs. He goes, "You sling it." Yeah. He's off to China. Happy days. Scott McTominay, demoted to the reserves. I'm like, how, how good is this getting? we win every game. He's got rid of them two. And then he just has to kind of bring it back that worth a bit. Ashley Young getting a contract extension. And before everyone goes, he does a job. He's a great backup. No, he doesn't do a job. And he, he's not backup because he's actually starting every single and week. doesn't he
6: captain you sometimes as yes, well? Yes, he does, yeah. Which is fantastic. <laughs> Some of the pantheon
1: of legends that have won Manchester United armband. Cantona, Brian Robson, Roy Keane. Ashley Young, <laughs>
5: <laughs> but then, um, but your manager says that Phil knows what it takes to be an MUFC player. So when I read that, I'm like, well, t- to be mediocre, you know, a mediocre player knows well, what it's like to be. There's a, one in a thing I know
1: what I know what it means. You're not picking me <laughs> don't don't to do it. Mm-hmm. No, but I'd quite
6: like to see. Other right?
2: I just um, think with Phil Jones, there is no other top flight club that would have signed him on a four year uh, new deal just from the performances that he's given to Manchester United over the What's last couple on, of then? years. Well, more, I don't d- really the most know.
1: worrying thing in all of this is that people go, oh, do you know what? We need backup. We can't let everybody go. And But sometimes you can. Don't you forget know, we saw Pep, what City did when Pep... Pep let all yeah. of them go. But Pep turned up and we all laughed a little bit after his first season. He got rid of you know, about nine full-backs and signed 22, <laughs> right? And you we laughed. But yeah, sometimes you have to. And you go, you can't get rid of them all in one window. No, you can you absolutely can. If they're not good enough, why are you keeping them around? And Don't four
5: w- years seems like a really long time yeah. as well for not someone
4: that you just like,
6: think <laughs> no, yeah. <not> <laughs> well, you keeping
1: the cover. Even when you give them geez. the deal, it's the status that you've given them as well. So Ashley Young gone over 100 grand, and they go, it's not your money, why are you worried about it? And you're like, yeah, okay, on one hand, you're right. But from a board perspective and from a team management perspective, a wage gives you a status within a squad, and you're not going to get... Uh, another youngster come through. You're not going to get anyone like that. Put pressure on, or even potentially sign someone. If you sign someone from uh, any other league around Europe and give them hundred grand, that's probably a big transfer that you're doing to do that. And you're not going to do that if you've just given Ashley Young that sort of deal to stick around and annoy everyone.
6: Three, three more words on Phil Jones. Dirt on Woodward. He's, he's Ooh,
5: gone, I
6: like that. that a you lot. Lot.
2: Dirt on Woodward. Like
6: let's talking of left backs. So. City, well, apparently have a left back called Benjamin Mendy. I've forgotten what he does. Uh, no, actually, we know just what
2: tweets he does. a lot, doesn't he? He just well, tweets a lot. He's the one. Security. Is you're all about who's in charge of their Twitter account? You're all the jumping on the fence about Ashley you know, Young. Listen,
1: speaking of stats, while Dave's not here, I'll fill in his shoes properly can, for you. With well, the amount of crosses Ashley Young puts in, yeah. If he'd have had the ratio of like successful crosses and assists that Mendy had, had he'd have 16 assists this season. Wow! <laughs> he's,
6: yeah, he's not Men- like two. <laughs> Mendy started nine games that played in nine Premier League games a season with five assists. So yeah. that was he, all like at the start of the season. He's a good cheerleader, but we forget that he's he's an animal down that left wing, and we've really missed him. He's played 20 games for Manchester City.
5: Ah, oh, it just in and, but he's and. It's difficult. I was it's trying to weird. find... Listening to Pep's press conference before, so he's still injured. And I don't mean that to sound awful, like... He's just been to Barcelona,
1: came... though, so he won't be injured for long. Right, you know right. This, <laughs> right. Well, let's find out. <laughs>
5: Hold on. So, so Adam, what has happened today? Um, why is Pep swore on live TV? So, uh,
6: Mendy was in Barcelona. I think we can all probably decipher why he was in Barcelona. It was probably to go and see our wonderful doctor. Um, yeah. And he's... Him, or his uh, social media guy, has put on his Instagram after they've been in Barcelona, he's tagged Hong Kong. It's and him. It's, yeah, that's probably him. He's tagged Hong Kong as his location. So Pep's... I love you conference.
2: pick and who runs their social media accounts. Kyle Walker doesn't run his, but Benjamin Mendy runs his.
6: I don't think Benjamin Mendy runs his. I don't want to be screwed and spoil Christmas. But, um, anyway, he said, I'm in Hong Kong on Instagram for a joke. And in Pep's press conference, he's just answered a question looking quite flustered. And a journalist, I don't even know who it was and I, I wouldn't dod him in anyway, but it was <laughs> quite funny, um, said, uh, do you know that Benjamin Mendy's in Hong Kong? And then he swore and said, no, he's in Barcelona. He said, no, he's not. Check on his Instagram. He says he's in in Hong Kong. And the look on Pep's face <laughs> yeah. in that incredible jumper was uh, was pretty phenomenal. Mm. So, yeah, even,
2: incredible. Though,
6: even though Mendy doesn't play football anymore, he's still winding Pep up. And then he yeah. tweeted, didn't he, uh, Mendy, saying, oh, I don't want any trouble with Pep. He's
5: confirmed something. that he, he's not in Hong Kong. He just tagged God his location that. as Hong Kong on Instagram. But
2: when he comes back is he definitely that, that player that you think you've missed grounded yeah
5: yes. Mendy Mendy's. when he was at Monaco and we played them in the Champions League um, and so everybody was like who is this guy Sorry, we family. need to get him and then we did and everyone was absolutely made up we've not seen him enough yet to know if he is going to be the player that we all hope he is but when we have seen him he has been phenomenal and we have missed him apart from the fact that we then obviously have to work out the situation with Sane and yeah. how you'd ever play the together Um, but I I just I just can't wait. I just really want him to get fit to stay fit and for us all to get a chance to see him
6: he's 24 um, but he's already got a really long list of knee injuries and that's a worry he reminds me a little bit of uh, Micah Richards in that sense that he keeps breaking in looking incredible obviously Richards had those clear seasons where he was unreal and I just hope that Mendy can get through this because Mm. I saw some stupid shouts that oh we should get rid of him in summer come on yeah, so, you, you can't really, you can't really get. I should, um,
5: I should be fair though, because on the city show on Tuesday, I was bemoaning um, Kyle Walker for his Twitter, saying that I don't want me my players on the front pages of the paper. I only want my play. I only want to hear about my club on the back page. That was so, stupid though. Um, yeah, that was really stupid. That so I have really to say bad. the same. You know, I like Mendy's Twitter. It's fun. You know, the whole shark team thing. But I think as as well, I, I want my players to keep their heads down. But you have to level at him that
1: amazing video that we saw coming out of I think America. When
6: are the dinner doing this one amazing I'm track. already That's ready for hilarious. it Howson. That, amazing I, I saw Howson on that video I'm sure of it no, Howson <laughs> has gone over there and choreographed that I'm sure this of it was was a,
2: this it is anymore, a video that went round Twitter out a couple of, a week ago That's can amazing. you stop I'm dying right yeah we're going to get a bit <laughs> of that. That, didn't, that didn't say a thing you should get him <laughs> down uh, and make <laughs> a bit of noise
6: anyway. do we lose points for that yeah of course you do right
2: <laughs> we have got as well the Manchester Football Social City Show United Show and we do an EFL show uh, and below uh, A gentleman called Ian Does It And hello Ian Hello are you right? Yeah very well mate You're here just with us For the next couple of minutes To talk about The weekend's actions For some of the clubs In Great Manchester And uh, the story coming out today About Paul Scholes uh, Maybe being the new Olden boss As soon as we think uh, Can you give us Any update on that Ian
3: The only things I know Is is obviously A lot of it's been breaking But um, it's obviously Been clear about EFL because of his, like, background role as such. Um, He's got no, like, active role as he made, within Salford. So they've kind of cleared it as a, a conflict of interest. Um, and the, the clubs between them can't buy ourselves, so they can't do a Watford, basically. Um, and it's supposed to be, people have been saying this for weeks now, but supposed to be within the next 24 hours, um, it's, it's a done deal. Um, I think once that EFL was was... was Done and he was like, right, let's get a, the ball rolling with it. Which it needs to be because it's been like seven weeks dragging on. Do you know what I mean? So it's a long uh, process for
2: like, the EFL to oh, clear that. Gosh, then yeah. is it?
3: Yeah, yeah, definitely so. I mean, I think more. I think I think Alden got a little bit of blame to take there because obviously sort of leaking that story out. I sort of, and then obviously it was in, sort of in a couple of days. Surely, as a club, did not know that sort of that sort of rule wouldn't they? So I think obviously it seemed a hell of a long time, but. I think it should have just been kept under under wraps a little bit more, and maybe done a little bit more quicker. If they knew they were going to sort of sack Frankie Bone back end of last year.
2: How good do you think our simple scores might be as a, as an older manager if it is confirmed soon?
1: Well, I'm quite unfortunate on. about it today. I think uh, he thinks. That they're in for a real treat He said Scholes is very serious Very knowledgeable about that game He's seen him coaching with some of the younger age groups At United in the past And he says Oldham are in for a treat He said He's not going into this out of sentiment He's not going into this for anything but the right reasons He's going to know the level of the players And he's going to understand the capabilities of these players So he thinks Oldham are very, very lucky to have him And he thinks he's going to be a big success Do you
3: agree with that Ian? I hope so I really <laughs> do hope so. I hope he can sort of emulate Gerrard and, and Lampard, what they're doing at, at Derby and uh, at Rangers as well. So it's one of them, obviously, is like easy he's got no managerial experience apart from that 2014 stint as a backroom staff for but you can't really count that. But it's just a case of we hope he does well. And with his footballing knowledge and obviously who he's played under, you'd think he'd be carrying that into and at the end of the day he talks a good game of BT Sport only so we'll sort of yeah. see
2: oh yeah bring it on uh, right Ian any other games around uh, our teams in Great Manchester that we should be uh, looking forward to
3: um, Rochdale Coventry is a, is a bit of a random pick but Rochdale won for the first time since middle of December last week. Coventry haven't won in the last five, so it's another chance for Rochdale to try and pick some points up as that climbing the table after a couple of decent signings. Um, Stockport playing uh, Guysley, bottom of the league so uh, again that's another chance for them to sort of move on into I think it's 11 games unbeaten and sort of push Charlie a little bit more for that promotion um, for similar they, they've played bottom of the league so they've got a chance I think we've got FC United versus Ulster and to sort of greater Manchester derby loosely um, that should be a, a decent match and then Kers and Aston, which are, are absolutely flying this year, playing at Alfreton. So it, it's, there's, there's a lot of standout matches, but there's some decent matches there for our clubs to sort of get some points on the board and start moving in the right direction, basically.
2: Ian, your podcast, EFL uh, and below, is on iTunes. You can get it from anywhere, can't you?
3: Anywhere. Anywhere you wish. Anywhere you wish. Right and you across them all.
2: <laughs> Watch your Twitter account as well?
3: It's um, at the Footy Man Cave, and then uh, we have obviously at the Footy at uh, Manchester Social. Thank Don't you very it, much. And mate. We have a hashtag as well, hashtag EFL below for when people start getting involved.
2: Cheers, Ian. Thank you very much for speaking to us. Then lots going on around Manchester today. A great Manchester of the weekend as well. And uh, put on a mad run because obviously. I've been born in Stockport, I've got some Stockport County fans, they seem to be buzzing at the minute, um, but looking over at Salford and FC United and Altrincham, because Ashton and Berry yeah, have got good. a
6: chance this weekend as well. you have got a Berry chance. have got Morecambe, I've just had a look, um, they are four points off second, so they can uh, wow. have a go at squeezing that gap up there, so it be nice for them.
2: All right, should we? Uh, we got two big games as well to preview yeah. soon in the next round.
6: Yeah, and also
5: we've been looking, we've been filling in the results for the top six between now and the end of the season on this little online website thing. That, <laughs> uh, yeah, this, have you heard of it? I've this heard of this the online internet. website thing. Yeah. So we've been looking at the results between now and the end of the season, and it's come up with our versions of the league tables. So we're going to tell you who we think is going to win the league.
2: Manchester Football Social.
5: Yeah, welcome back, it is the Manchester Football Social I'm Natalie Pike and joining me on the blue side is Adam Keyworth
1: Hello And on the red side we've got myself, Stephen Nelson, and Joe McGrath Hello we looking at Chelsea and City this weekend But before we get to that we've got United's trip to Craven Cottage And we've got Jack from Fulhamish Hello Jack, you good mate?
2: Yeah,
0: not too bad. How
2: are you? Yeah, there is, I mean, it's uh, the game uh, on the weekend. It's going to be a good one. Hopefully, Manchester United get get things back onto winning ways. Um, Fulham, how are we looking then? Are you going to cause a bit of an upset on the weekend?
0: Uh, in a word, no. Okay. It's um it, it's got that bad. We we really are. We really have got to that kind of level where and kind of hope does seem vaguely extinguished, you know it's like the Premier League and anyone can beat anyone in the day and to be honest, the kind of result after losing so badly to, to Palace last weekend, not necessarily on the scoreline but we were absolutely outplayed, didn't have a shot on target, it would be very fulham to go in and beat United especially in the form that they're currently in but if I'm, if I'm being perfectly honest with you, I can't see it It's it's just not been very good at Fulham for a long period of time, Ranieri's shown himself to be uh, more kind of tainted, I suppose, than than we've kind of hoped for. And and unfortunately, he's just not really been able to get his group of players going. Uh, He's been playing a back
1: five recently, hasn't he? Do you think he's going to do that this weekend against United and really try and make it hard for us?
0: Yeah, I imagine he will. Interestingly, Fulham switched to a back four uh, from the second half against Brighton, scored four without response and played probably the best football that we've seen in a, in a long time down at the cottage. And so Ranieri immediately then switched back to a back five to go to Palace, which is kind of... I suppose sums it up uh, for, for a lot of us right now. He feels like he's stuck in a rut and, and can't do it. And even when we like, put that kind of performance in the second half with four at the back, he goes back to what's tried and tested. I imagine that we will go back to a five at the back to try and, you know, frustrate United. But, you know, we look, we look so much better with a four that it's really hard to see how that's going to be a positive for us, I think.
2: Throughout the season, when you changed the manager, what, did you, what was the biggest difference you saw when Ranieri took over? Was there any positives? Was there any light at the end of the tunnel uh when when he first stepped in and obviously it's not worked out too well uh, but you know there's still a bit of time left
0: yeah, and look, we were all positive when he came in. You know, we were sad. I think everyone was sad about Ikanovic departing, but it was, it was difficult to justify him not being sacked given the form that we'd been in and given his results. And, and Ranieri has turned around the form to an extent. You know, we've we we have won more games under Ranieri than we did under Ikanovic, and there has been you know the slight slightly better performances in certain areas. But the problem is that we completely switched styles. So Fulham from, from going from being a possession-based passing team who look to break teams open and, and keep the ball have completely disworth them sort of destroyed that and started going long ball to Mitrovic uh, which is kind of what none of us wanted to see in in many ways while Mitrovic is brilliant and he has been the kind of one real shining light in this season you know the system's really sort of hampered us I think and he won't play Kearney and he won't play Sessegnon and and because they don't really fit that kind of long ball system and and there's a lot of kind of resentment around those two not getting in the side at the moment. Uh, Right so uh, Jack your podcast
2: Fulhamish get it on
0: iTunes and all that yeah iTunes Spotify all the social channels are at for the pod li- little score prediction then for the weekend I'd love to say anything but, but I'm going to have to go 3-1 United. Oh, well, we're we're
5: sending you all the luck in the world.
2: (laughs) Oh, yeah, of course you are. Uh, Jack, oh, Jack's gone. Uh, Howson, (laughs) let's talk about United. Obviously, I said we'll get things back to winning ways, but obviously we've got the 1-0 at Leicester uh, last weekend. Do we need to be a bit more convincing away from home? Or do you think Um, that kind of result, you know, is all right?
1: I I think that's all right, yeah. I think Leicester are a a very good side, and uh, I think people massively underestimate how good and how difficult they are to play against obviously give Liverpool some uh, problems or maybe the snow gave Liverpool some problems <laughs> uh, the previous week so I think United we we haven't quite hit the heights that we hit in those early couple of games under Solskjaer that real breath of fresh air but we've ground out results and we've looked good doing it He's got to rotate, I think. He's got to protect a couple of players that might be carrying knocks, like Pogba, like Rashford, and if he's going to do that, then we've still got to pick the three points up. He mentioned himself in the press conference, this is a test of character for United, because you can get motivated for Paris coming in the Champions League with the music and a full stadium and the lights and all that sort of stuff, and you can get motivated for Liverpool, but when you've got to go to Fulham and it might be a rotated side, you might be asking players to play out of position. I think he's bang on can't be complacent
2: what do you think the rotations will be sorry because obviously you've got paris midweek i think what jesse lingard
1: paul pogba marcus rashford probably one of the most important players uh, I, I don't believe Victor Lindelof traveled either so i think you're probably looking at those four probably if they play they'll only play an hour or they might come off the bench but i would be looking to protect those because we're not beating paris without pogba being on song and we're not beating them without rashford being on song and jesse lingard loves a big game And we're too thin at the back to let anyone else pick up an injury or a knock or anything like that.
5: Um, If you win, obviously, on Saturday, you're going to go into fourth. Yeah, man. Um, And then, obviously, if we beat (laughs) Chelsea, you're going to stay there. Um, Do you think think the team are looking at that? Is that inspiring for you?
1: I I think Solskjaer's priority has to be the league. I think whatever we get in the Champions League, whatever journey we can go on there is a bonus because we're not winning it. We're not good enough to win it. Let's be very realistic with ourselves. I predicted we'd come third at the start of the season. That was before our wheels fell off Royal. So I think the best that we're going to do is third. Realistically, we can probably get fourth. We should go for fourth because we've got to be in the hat for the Champions League next year.
6: Yeah, Fulham have conceded 55 goals this season, so it doesn't look good for them this weekend, especially with the form that United have, have been in, so I can't, I can't see anything but... Uh a bloodbath. Every really.
2: time for Lukaku, to put on a bit of a show. You know, yeah, you look but, at him, and you think, "Come on, he, he's got still got something there." Games full of him. Maybe he can just get things back on well, track.
1: They used to call him a flat track bully, didn't they? That was the the little thing that he always got hit with was a flat track bully. Show us it, because at the time he's had the pressure off him, while Marcus mm-hmm. has been getting all the goals and, and took the heat off him a little bit. He's had a little bit of time out of the team, where he's he's worked on his fitness a little bit bring him back in and let's see the player that we signed
5: and Phil Jones will be celebrating his new four year deal as well yeah.
6: so he's probably going to be yeah, absolutely yeah, yeah. He solid really, he might have a really special game
2: to me he's done
6: loads of headbutts and favourite everything favourite crayons when
2: he gets there <laughs> <laughs> like you say, if we win you guys got to do us a favour he's oh, Chelsea are you
6: going to say please there Joe or uh, not yeah yeah
2: please I'll say yeah. thank you afterwards
6: well, so we'll see it's all just before. become a big Mancunian loving it right? <laughs>
2: right?
1: we yeah, can do you favours don't let Liverpool favors. win the league yeah. not, there's well,
5: 19 teams beat them then please in a couple of weeks
6: We'll do we you a favour and beat Chelsea as long as you beat Liverpool at the end of the month. How's that? Yeah,
1: I really deal? rate our chances of beating Liverpool. With yeah, the i just Well,
6: we've got. I do. By rate, I mean hope. But <laughs> we need to do our job first, which I'm sure we're going to come on to. We yeah, got, well, let's get can on we to talk it. About but us now? Uh,
5: yeah, let's, as always, though, let's get the sort of opinion of the opposing team. Um, and we are joined by Seri from the, the, Ch- the Chelsea.
4: Yes, it's Kerry, actually. Oh, sorry, Kerry. Oh, my gosh, Hi, Ke- Kerry, I
5: said Kerry, and okay, Joe corrected no, no, no. me before <laughs> we came on air. That. Joe said Serry. I knew I was right, Kerry. I said,
2: sorry, Kerry. That's right. Right, Kerry.
5: Right, Kerry, what are you thinking about the game? Because obviously, you guys were the first team to beat us this season. Um, are you thinking that you might come up and, and, and be able to get the six points from us this year?
4: uh one can always dream and happen. it's such an extraordinary sort of roller coaster with chelsea this year it, i've no idea what. Chelsea team will turn up, how they'll decide to play. Uh, anything can happen. Um, but I'm honest, really I think the best we could hope for is a draw, but I do think we're probably playing City at a very bad time for us, and a very good time for them.
6: Kerry, on Sari. so I've seen a lot of um, 50-50, well it's probably not a 50-50 split between the Chelsea fans, but a lot of Chelsea fans questioning whether he's the right man. Does it not seem like a bit of Pep's first season where He's got this really distinct system that he's trying to play. He's trying to bring in the right players to do it. Uh, Where do you sit on the whole sari issue?
4: Well, we did know from when we first got him that he made it very clear this was a two-year way to get to a new system for Chelsea that there would be hiccups along the way that it wouldn't be easy and so I think we have to buy into that there's also the side of it that didn't help us was having such a blinding start to the season where we were fantastic and nobody could get near us and then teams started working out how to play against us and then all sorts of issues that came out of that so I think there's a lot of frustration from Chelsea fans which I find irritating to a greater or lesser extent because we all know about football that we go in cycles of how things work. And this sense of entitlement that football fans often have nowadays based on success you've had, it's dispiriting as a fan to see it happen all the time. He's working out a plan. He's working a way through to another system. Whether he survives at Chelsea to complete two years and we see the end result, I have no idea, but I just think we've got to try and let him go the distance.
5: And and, and just quickly as well, Kerry, we've got two United fans in the studio that are feeling fairly confident that they're going to finish fourth. Um, Do you think? How are you feeling about that? You know, are you thinking you'll still be able to? Are you going to be able to hold on to fourth, or will it be, be a disaster if you end up in the Europa League?
4: I don't think, again, because we're trying to come up with a new formula, I, I don't think it would be a disaster if we end up in the Europa League. Look, for some reason, none of the seven want to be in the secondary European competition. It is still a competition. It still does things. Uh, it still has certain importance. The fourth place is really interesting this season because if you had have said six, seven weeks ago, well, United will be vying for fourth or even third, you'd have, you'd have laughed at every person who said that out of town. Uh, and it shows just how quickly it can change. When things suddenly click for a team, it can, it can all happen in a moment. And I think we have many twists and turns before the end of this season. And actually, there's interesting fights between one and two, interesting fights between three, four and five, and maybe even six. So. We'll have to see, but whoever gets there will deserve it, I think, in the end.
5: Oh, thank you so much, Kerry. So your podcast is The The Chelsea Podcast, and can we just get it anywhere, everywhere?
4: Yeah, it's on iTunes, on Acast, if we're allowed to say all of that. It's, it's on the usual platforms. So, yes, I don't expect too many people from Manchester to be listening to
6: it.
4: <laughs> You're always welcome. <laughs> James, thank Kerry,
6: you. thank you very much. Thanks, Kerry. I'll tell you what, he spoke a lot of sense there, didn't he, about this, this whole thing about sense of entitlement at the moment and fans getting very... very. There was a great piece that Daniel Storey wrote about um, fans like just changing the narrative the narrative changes on every single result and we've become so polarized if if Liverpool draw tomorrow it's clop out wheels have fallen off season's over and then people remember this right. sort of game is it's this from real mad.
1: people though or is it from I think it from is. <laughs> on twitter like because
6: <laughs> I think we're all guilty of it sometimes. Oh, league's gone. We lost at Newcastle and everyone's going, oh, maybe it's over if Liverpool win tomorrow. But yeah, but there's a difference the way between
1: they're...
5: that and Saturn the manager. Yeah, yeah,
6: that's
2: just...
5: That's yeah, just... Twitter does seem to have opened it up to, to crazy
6: yeah. opinions.
2: The fans' voice yeah. is now louder than yeah. Yeah. anyone else's voice, isn't it?
6: I think on the Chelsea game, that first game against them away was even worse than the Palace defeat, the Leicester defeat, the Newcastle defeat, just because it derailed us. Yeah, okay, It totally. threw us right off and we were really poor that day. Uh, I said last week that if we won the next three games, over the next seven days, we'll win the league. I'm sticking by it. I think yep. the Arsenal game, I think Pep set up with one of the weirdest formations and weirdest setups that I've seen in years. Uh, we won it even after a really shaky, shaky first half. Um, and then the Everton game was painful and that's been really kind to how bad that game was. It was painful, but a few weeks ago, we wouldn't have won that game. We won that game, and it sets us up really nicely for Chelsea. We've won a game nicely on uh, last Sunday. We won a game on Wednesday, the horrible way, the hard way, with just everything against us. So, the uh, the Chelsea game, it's all set up, I think, for us now. Quick prediction: two-one City, tight. Yeah, I'm going two-nil City, tightish. Carlson prediction: I
1: don't care. I just want <laughs> you to keep
6: keep, keep the pressure winning. on Liverpool. Keep
1: winning. Keep winning, keep winning Liverpool. Dirty saying it, but you know.
5: Right, we've, we've not had time to get to our Premier League prediction, so we're going to do that. If you're listening on the podcast, stay tuned. It's coming up. If you're not listening on the podcast, what you doing as well, get onto the podcast, get subscribing, download it, because we are going to tell you... How we think the Premier League is going to finish. I only bothered feeling in the top six. I'm, I, I have to admit, everybody, I didn't do the rest of them. Um, but mine is particularly interesting, I think, as well.
2: <laughs> yeah, indeed. Right, we've got to wrap up. Uh, Jimmy's up next. Uh, he's got some killers and foo fighters and Mike Street preachers. Uh, Nat, thank you very much for being thank here. Thank
5: you. Thank you very much, everybody. I hope some of you have a lovely weekend and some of you not so. And yes, get down, download <laughs> our podcast, <laughs> the, the Manchester be. City Football Social, wherever you get your podcasts podcasts from give us a subscribe give us a little rating it'll make me feel very happy and thank you to everybody that's been tweeting us and watching our videos on social media
6: right so that's it. Another very busy hour. It got mm-hmm. it got very tense at the start. I'd say with the whole Jesus Rashford debate. It wasn't just Twitter. We I thought
2: we were quite nice to each other. Yeah, we were in surprising. the end. Yeah, yeah. Surprisingly, bit of a stalemate. Respect.
6: Yeah, it was. It was respectful, but it. was... Halston was uh, very nice. I thought. Yeah, I don't you feel it? Okay? What's going on? It's because of well, all this I'm Liverpool. It. Stuff. <laughs> I'm lovely. <laughs> He's
2: a lovely, man. He is lovely.
6: Um, what are you trying to say? So we've got a bit of an extra for you all on the lovely podcast. If you haven't already subscribed, subscribe right now and you'll get bits like this every week. We try and give you a little bit of extra. So we were asked and we decided that we would all do our homework, but two of us have done our homework, two of us haven't oh, done our well, homework.
2: Well, I'm hoping that the person who set the homework hasn't got this far in the podcast yet to realise well, I have the homework. Well, I hope we get so told off on Friday or Monday. If
6: you are listening, me and Nat did our homework. What Joe and Stephen what? didn't. However, Stephen's probably got... He didn't get set, didn't set the homework. Set <laughs> homework. Too, Joe did get set the homework, but I imagine Joe at school never did his homework either. <laughs> no. So... What we have done is we've used this, what did you call it before, Nat? An online, <laughs> online website <laughs> thing. You know, that internet thing. So there's a, Welcome to the 21st the century, Natalie. There's a predictor thing where you type in all of the scores. We only did the top six, no offence to everyone else, but it's too long-winded otherwise. We did the top six, uh, putting all of the scores for the City games, United games, Arsenal games, Chelsea games, Liverpool games, Tottenham games, from now to the end of the season. And you can't see until you press submit at the end where everyone finishes. Nat, I'm going to let you kick things off. What happened?
5: Oh, gosh, yes. Yeah. So I just put all of my results in, hit calculate at the end, and this pops up, which is way closer than I was yeah, expecting. So <laughs> ah, I, as fantastic. champions, I do have City, thankfully. But guess what? I've only got us winning on goal difference. Mm, that would be sweet, but horrible. Horrible, right? So I've got—I mean, it's—it's it's a convincing fourteen-point, fourteen-goal difference. But I've—I've I've got us both us and Liverpool finishing on ninety-four points. But good news for you guys. Oh, lovely! I've got you finishing fourth. Fourth,
6: fourth. Mm-hmm. How about third. I'm sorry, but you take it. And we,
2: yeah, I t- we take it. Yeah. We
6: will put these on Twitter as well when we release the podcast, just so you can all see Tottenham Hotspurs badge on this website. <laughs> because I can only describe I guess
2: they it. They don't have the rights. For them. As, no,
6: it's, it's a man picking something up off the floor. Um, it doesn't look too pretty, but we'll put them on. So <laughs> Nat had City winning it on goal difference. What's the rest of the top four?
5: Liverpool, and same points, 94-94. Tottenham in third on 88 points, points. And then United um, finishing in fourth on 81 points. I mean, it's still, you know, six points less than we had last season, but you know, sure. So.
6: Well, I've got City winning the league, Kel oh. Preeze, although I was panicking when I was doing it because you get lost doing 13 games. You, it doesn't tell you what you've done. Uh, City won it on 96 points, oh. which means we win every game apart from one. I think we drew to. I think it was Tottenham at home uh, on my. Yeah, game. I put that as a draw. Yeah, Did put
1: any like random. It just didn't go for us today. No, because because we, we can't
6: do that. Because <laughs> Which we can Otherwise, <laughs> otherwise we won't win it. Um, Liverpool were in second, three points behind on ninety-three Ooh. points. Tight, they like they didn't lose another game on mine. They just drew well, a load. Have you got a
5: draw against United?
6: Yeah, I had a draw. I think I had two-two. Um, yeah, I hope have I know it. That. Yeah, Liverpool, no Liverpool United. Um, I had us beaten United at Old Trafford uh, Tottenham what? finished third we should on fill this out now. 86 see if you'd have done your homework you could have got involved uh, eight, instead sit in the naughty corner um, <laughs> Tottenham 86 in third place and then this is going to wind you to up but I, I didn't know what was going on uh, fourth place is Chelsea with 76 points Ooh! is United also on 76 Goal points. difference! So Jose Mourinho's negative football came back to bite right at the end on goal difference Goal difference knocks yeah, you out again well, So I
2: hope it doesn't end like that Well I don't do sitting on top
6: but Yeah that'll do Well yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll put this on Twitter we'll get lovely Marley to put it on Twitter and we can share the link with you guys so you lot can all yeah, get have involved a play. do your homework
2: Yeah Right everyone enjoy your weekend thank you very much again how soon? Adam. Awesome. Nah no. Cheers Joe We'll see you later oh, on
5: loving. All right, loving. <laughs> Oh loving Alright loving
6: Manchester friends Bye
5: With the Lucky Land Sluts You can get lucky Just about anywhere
3: This is your captain speaking uh, We've got clear runway And the weather's fine But we're just going to Circle up here a while And uh, get lucky No no nothing like that It's just these cash prizes Add up quick So I suggest you sit back Keep your tray table upright And start getting lucky
2: 18 plus.